If fear is the only thing stopping us from achieving our dreams, and we only fear what we don't understand, then the antidote to fear is knowledge. All we have to do is find out who has the knowledge that we need to conquer our fears and achieve our entrepreneurial dreams. My name is Callum Walker, and welcome to the podcast that will help you figure it out and conquer this lonely entrepreneurial journey. We are back. We are back. Hello, everyone. Um, I've just returned from holiday. I had a fabulous break. I must say, it was beautiful. Um, just been to Rhodes, had a lovely time with my wonderful partner. And um, what was amazing was that the Greek island itself was absolutely stunning. And the Greek service was comical. So I'm technically in the service industry, as you all know. Um, and you are in the service industry. So if you ever, 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 ever feel really low, if you ever feel like you're shit at your job, your your clients hate you, and you feel like I provide a terrible service, go to Greece. Go to Greece. Because to get a coffee out there was unbelievably challenging. Anyway, so I had an amazing time. And I also, this is actually kind of, um, it's quite funny because, um, life I've found is not what happens to you. It really is how you react to things. That the first time I tried to get a coffee and couldn't get a coffee really pissed me off. And a previous incarnation of myself, uh, would have got really, really pissed off and it would have ruined my holiday. Whereas by the end of it, it was just so comically funny. Like, we, we, we both made a laugh and a joke out of it. So, um, so yeah. So, lesson number one for the day. Life really, really isn't what happens to you. It's how you respond to it. Um, so, yeah. But, um, but it was lovely. It was really lovely. And I must say, I feel, you know, especially as an entrepreneur, it can be incredibly difficult. And I'm sure you definitely... Um, can struggle with this they can be really challenging to go on holiday um and i think that's for two primary reasons i think number one um because we're away from our clients we can feel like we're doing them a disservice um i know like if you're a face-to-face pt um you'd be missing out on income because you're missing out on sessions um so that's challenging that you have to effectively almost like you're not just making a decision can i go on holiday you're going right I've got to go on holiday and make the decision to actually avoid bringing in income, which actually makes a holiday so much more expensive. So that can be really challenging. Now, fortunately, I made it my mission about two years ago to ensure that doesn't happen ever again. So that while I'm on holiday, I'm not missing out on income. And I think that's the beauty of structuring your business, your offer, and your program in a specific way. Um, so I didn't miss out on income, which is excellent. Um, so that was like one fear that it was away. Um, the other part is like we said, almost like, you know, doing your clients a disservice that I'm not here. I'm not providing them with value. And I think this is why it's so important who you work with. That like my clients are all people who I absolutely adore. They understand that I need a holiday. They understand, not one of them bugged me when I'm, they don't bug me anyway, but like not one of them, um, you know, was... Oh, you're on holiday, which is amazing, um, which allows me to actually like have that recharge period where I can go again and I can come back stronger, harder, and provide them with an insane level of value. Whereas if they'd been pestering me the whole time, which they don't, and they wouldn't be pestering me, um, 
But if they did, it would actually leave me feeling like, oh, it's been a holiday, but I need another fucking holiday. Um, so yeah, so that can be challenging. But then I also think the other thing that is hard, I think, for entrepreneurs going on holiday, and again, with most things in life, for me, I learned this through Russell Brunson. Um, but he was talking about the vacations, as they call it. That holidays, vacations are hard for entrepreneurs because of the loss in momentum. Um, I've been really working like like a dog, actually, um, on this new membership program, this membership site that we're building, The Next Level Coach. Um, and the reason why I'm working like a dog on it is because it fills me with so much excitement. I love it. Like, it's so... It's going to be fucking amazing. Um, not only just for, like, all of the members, but it's going to be fucking amazing for me. Because I'm like, yeah, I'm structuring it in a way that's going to really enhance the quality of my life. Um, but my point is almost like, I've been working like a dog, but I've been getting momentum. So much momentum with it. And then I go on holiday... And that momentum stops. And that can be hard. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, I think that, like, you know, making holidays, as making a decision to go on holiday can be really challenging for us. Uh, but I guess it's how you view it. That actually I feel incredibly refreshed. I feel additionally creative, additionally excited. And I had a wonderful time and a wonderful recharge. But still... And I'm sure this has come as no surprise to you. I still kind of worked while I was away. When I say kind of worked, um, I'm reading a new book. And I must say, it is fucking brilliant. It is up there. And, and you know me, that my clients know me. That my list of reading recommendations is very long. Um, but to be in the top five books that I've read... It's got to be a fucking good book. And this is a seriously good book. It's called 10x is easier than 2x. And um, it's fascinating. And they're basically saying that achieving a goal 10 times bigger than what you're currently achieving is easier than achieving a goal that is two times bigger than what you're doing. What they're basically saying is that it's easier to do something completely different and completely better than anything you've ever done they're just simply improving your current circumstance situations. And, um, and what they really kind of go in about, and, and I'm sure that this initial part that I'm going to talk to you about here isn't going to be particularly mind-shattering. Um, but they basically, like, they follow the age-old principle of, um, you know, uh, 80% of your profits, whether that's in business or in life, come from 20% of your actions. Um, so you'll find that actually what they're trying to say is that you just need to focus on and find your 20%. And it's really, really opened my eyes to not only just like with my business, but more how I operate as an individual and hopefully what, what I'm about to share with you, um, will do for you is really like maybe take away that feeling of overwhelm and anxiety that you constantly can feel because i know with myself like even like recently um no, sorry recently maybe in the past couple of months um i've got better at it over the last six weeks but especially over the last two weeks this has massively improved that um i felt stretched 
like I'm doing everything. Um, and not necessarily that I'm not making progress, but just stretched and diluted. Um, and, and what they were basically saying is that like, what you need to do is just hone in specifically on your unique ability. You know, so there's the age old, like, you know, saying that only focus on tasks that you uniquely are qualified to do. So we're kind of looking at that, like, you know, of myself, I've really, really struggled over the years that because it's my business, um, I have to do everything in it. And I think that comes from a place of it's my baby, comes from a place of control and maybe a place of ego where it's like no one could do it better than I can. Um, and that's wrong that actually there's portions of things in my business that I feel no one, that I believe that no one could do better than I can. But actually there are so many other things, which are the things that cause me overwhelm, anxiety and stress that I'm wasted on because I'm shit at them. I'm shit at them and I'm not very good. And basically long story short, what they're talking about, and I'm sure this is going to be not going to be very mind shattering, but that when you really, really go deep into the principles, it makes so much sense. Where they're basically saying, just focus on the things that you want to do. Because you are best at the things that you, you uniquely want to do. Not necessarily that you feel that you have to do or you should be doing. And I kind of like, if I can almost like express what the, the key things are. Like the key takeaways and implementations that I'm getting from this. Is that like, right, there's a lot of things that like... You know, I haven't almost like hit my, my straps in and I haven't like achieved specific goals and targets. And the reason for that is because I'm trying to do everything myself. Whereas actually, if I just uniquely focused on the things that I'm really good at, which fundamentally is teaching in a group, creating content and selling, but again, selling in a group capacity, if I could just focus on that and all of the other processes were taken care of, I'd be so fucking like far ahead i'd be so far so then i break down and go well why is that not happening well because i'm not very good at the 80 percent i'm not very organized i'm not administrative i'm messy i'm scatty but what am i i'm big ideas i'm creative i can influence so actually what i need to do is just focus uniquely on my 20 percent and focus constantly on my 20 percent and anything that isn't in my 20 percent everything that's out of my 20 percent in my 80 percent I need to get someone else to do that for me. That's why Dave's been invaluable for me. Dave's been invaluable because it's like, Dave is very organized. He's an ex-librarian. He's very systemized. He's very clean. He's very no clutter. I'm the opposite. And there are parts in my business that need to be organized, systemized. I'm the worst person to get to do that. So I need to find someone to do that. And that actually means that that frees up time and energy for me to just focus on other things. The things and focus on my 20%. So I guess I had a question to you. It's like, what is your 20%? And how do you go about doing that? Well, what are the things that make you feel like, yeah, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm fucking good at. This is the thing that only me, only my unique personality and talents could do. And this is what I want to do. And it's led me to the decision that, do you know what I'm not going to do anymore? I'm no longer going to do one-to-one sales calls. I'm not going to do that because that is a waste of my time. Why is that? Because I don't enjoy one-to-one sales calls. I hear the mentor brigade say, 
well, your business isn't going to grow if you don't do one-to-one mentor calls. Get on as many calls as you can. Have 50 to 60 conversations a day. I don't want to do that. Why if I don't want to do that? I couldn't think of anything worse than DMing 50 to 60 strangers per day. I don't want to do that. I'm also not very good at that. I can't keep up with it. So do you know what? I'm not going to do it. But what is the, the result that that is looking to do? Well, the result is trying to convince pro- clients to come into my program. Okay, is there a better way? Is there a better, more efficient way of doing that that fits in with my unique ability? Yeah. So if I wanted to sign up 20 clients and my only way of signing people up was one-to-one sales calls, I'd have to have 20 one-to-one sales calls. That's with a 100% conversion rate. Let's say that I was an incredible seller and seller, salesman, an incredible salesman and my conversion rate was 50%. Okay. 50% of sales calls I go on, I sign people up. To get 20 clients, I'd have to go on 40 calls. And let's say that a call is an hour. That's 40 hours to get 20 clients. Okay. First of all, do I want to spend 40 40 hours acquiring 20 clients? No. I'll be fucked. But then secondly, is that effective? Is that an effective use of my time? No. I come back to it. What am I good at? And what do I enjoy? I'm really good at presenting publicly. I really love doing that. I'm really good at selling in a group. So how could I do that? I could hold a webinar. I could hold a webinar where in one hour I could get 20 people to sign up. And that is done in a way that is far more effective, far more efficient. Instead of taking 40 hours to sign up 20 people, it's done in one hour. And it's repeatable. So much more repeatable. Because I could do 10 webinars in a year, and let's say I've got 20 clients, but now that's 200 clients. 200 clients in 20 hours. Whereas remember, it would take me 40 hours to sign up 20 clients previously, whereas now to sign up 200 clients, it would take me 20 hours. Whereas actually, you break it down into those 40 hours. If I did 40 hours of webinar, and I got 20 new clients every single time, that's... I, I can't get That's a lot more. You get what I'm saying? That's 10 times, 20 times the number of clients I can get in for the same amount of time. So my point is like, what's your 20%? What's your 20%? What are you uniquely good at? What do you really, really love doing? Not what do you think you need to do or what should you be doing? What do you love doing? What do you really, really love doing? What gets you excited and what are you uniquely good at? Go all in on the 20%. Everything that isn't in the 20%, give it to someone else. Any bit of income that I come in, that I any extra income that I get, it goes straight into getting someone to do the 80% tasks that I'm not very good at. Because every single time I bring someone in, that allows me to focus on my 20%. And the more and more I can focus on my 20%, the more and more I can just sell and teach, sell and teach, sell and teach, my business is going to grow. So um, I guess my question to you and like what can you take from this is what do you want? What do you want? How do you want to operate? How do you want to sell? How do you want to market? Who do you want to work with? How do you want to actually deliver your program? Like I've I've got enough. I don't want any more one-to-one work. I've got enough. I've got enough and I'm I'm incredibly happy with it. I love it. Um, So I don't want one-to-ones anymore because I've got enough. 
Um, so my point is, what do I want to do? I just want a members-only group program. That's it. Because all I would have to do is sell people into the program and teach. That's it. Sell and teach. Sell and teach. So what is your version of selling and teaching? So how do you want to operate your business? What do you want it to look like? How do you want to sell it? How do you want to market it? Who do you want to work with? The principle that they're talking about is what do you want to do? What do you want to do? And getting away from the mindset of, oh, this is just what I've got to do. It's what I have to do because that's what being a business owner. No, it's not. So um, hopefully I didn't butcher what they were talking about. I'm still relatively new into the book. So it takes me a little bit of time to just fully like, figure out and fully understand their con the, the concepts of a book and make it my own. But that's my interpretation so far. So, um, yeah, brilliant. Really, really great book so far. So I'm super excited about that. Um, I've just worked up a David Tennis, actually, which is cool. So um got the next three hours where we're going to do some serious brainstorming. And we're going to put together some SOPs, some standard operating procedures. I've also got, um, for those of you who know me personally, you will know what fucking nightmare I am to plan with. And by plan, I mean personally. Um, I'm so, so difficult to like, Cal, are you free on this date? I just turned to a puddle. I don't know why. I'm so bad at like, um, organizing myself personally. And I was saying to my brother about this. I've always struggled with it, and I don't know why. And it's just like, it's just like your strength. It doesn't come easy to you. Um, so do you know what I've got tomorrow? I've got a meeting with a new personal assistant. A personal assistant who is going to organize me. And do you know what? Some people might say, oh, well, that's a waste of money. No, it's not. Do you know why it's not? Because when it works out, it might not work with this person, but it would definitely work out with someone. When it works out, the amount of time that is going to save me the amount of stress that is going to save me out the energy that is going to give me wow so anyway i can hear him staring at me yeah you're late you're late you're late um that was you dave by the way um so i'm gonna leave you and what am i gonna leave you with i'm going to leave you with this if every single one of your clients gave you just one new client what have you done? You've doubled your business. But, but, are you giving them a good enough reason to recommend you? If not, the reason is you're focusing on your 80%, not your 20%. Ah, a bit different this time. Right, guys, have an amazing day. Catch you later.